0: welcome to another episode of pilot boys my name is caesar and today my guest is the editor michelle the michelle Michelle that we talk to every episode to take take stupid shit that we say out
1: i never take any of it out
0: (laughs) imagine imagine if all the shit we said all the all the racist shit we said came out (laughs) today we're doing tell, tell them what we're doing today michelle
1: Today, we are reviewing Rami, the Who original.
0: Yeah, it's created by Rami Youssef, Ari Katcher, and Ryan Welch. It is a kind of semi-autobiographical, you know, kind of fictional story about following Rami Youssef. I mean, I guess you can call it a comedian show, but it's not like in, in like you're kind of Louis CK or like Jerry Seinfeld style. Yeah, it's Louis more K. it's more like Master of None where like he's a comedian and I mean I guess that one's fiction. This one's more like semi autobiographical. Like it seems like little vignettes from his life where Master of None is like a comedian making a show. Yeah. But that being said, I do feel like right away the biggest comparison is Master of None. Like yeah. they they seem to be working on kind of like the same level. Yeah,
1: I kind of get that.
0: But if I were to say there's a difference, I think that this one feels kind of more like an indie show, yeah. whereas Master of None, you know, when it first started, it was not as produced, but when it, as, as it progressed in the second season, it, like, he went to Italy and it felt like there was a lot more money behind it. So how did you feel about it?
1: I liked it. Um, I watched it a few months ago, like around the time it first came out. I watched the whole series, but then I just rewatched this right now with you, and I still liked it. I just like noticed more things. Like what? Just kind of like his acting. I didn't really pay attention to like the first time around. What? Like, what do you it mean wasn't, by that? It wasn't terrible, but it just wasn't as good as I remembered. If okay. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, a lot of a lot of these times, like they're comedians, they're not actors. Like, I guess we should. St- give a heads up we're gonna be talking about louis of course because it's one of the few comedian shows out there and one of the ones that i think even though this is controversial now was well done for the most part
1: michelle edit that out
0: yeah michelle edit that out (laughs) so i think that this show like yeah he's obviously not a, a strong performer like that but i think it was enough to get the story out and like to relate to him because yeah. i thought i thought he was good enough like he wasn't amazing but he was a little stiff but i think that kind of plays into his character because he's kind of like this awkward dude who's trying to maneuver through being muslim and like all these different cultural things that because he, he's a young guy who's trying to like be young but also be muslim at the same time and those worlds kind of collide all the time because i mean he seems very like youth orientated that kind of mindset mm. but at the same time he's he's accepted or he's he knows that he's deeply or not deeply religious but he is religious and that plays a huge part in his life yeah and the way that that plays out is through his relationships but i think it's funny again to see another story about like there are these shows by brown men mm. and how the they're always chasing thing? after the white woman thing yeah. And, I mean, even recently, like, Aziz Ansari put out a special. I don't know if you watched it.
2: No.
0: And it was basically where, like, he he I, he he gave a pretty heartfelt apology about, mm-hmm. like, the whole situation. And, I mean, I think he's been vilified. Like, people won't accept it. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the things he talks about is that his girlfriend is white and how he always gets a lot of shit for that. He gets a lot of shit because he's dating outside of his race. Mm-hmm. So... Since he's dating outside of his race, he kind of has to maneuver, like, explain to his white girlfriend what race is kind of shit. Yeah. And that was kind of his material, right? Yeah. Like, oh, my God, I'm dating this white girl even though, like, people tell me not to. Yeah. And it's the same. I mean, this kind of follows in line with that. Like, even things like uh, the Kumail movie. I mean, not to, not to shit on like, their love or anything, but, again, it's someone, it's a brown man. Like, it's it centered around that chasing a white woman. Yeah. Master of None is the same thing.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's kind of a trope now. And I think this kind of falls in line with that.
1: Are you tired of it? Is it one of those things that, like, when you saw it, you were just kind of like, oh, God.
0: It didn't fall short, but it just was doing the same thing that shows before it was doing. In a way that, like, I don't know if I'm all that interested in another, like, brown dude chasing after white women again. Or, like, trying to see if he can date in his own like community kind of thing
1: Mm.
0: it just seems kind of like a story that's been told a lot
1: the thing i like about it too is that like it's about rami in a sense but not i mean it is but there are other episodes that aren't about him Mm -hmm. and i think those are probably my favorite ones okay which is weird
0: so it's kind of like that new york episode of master of none where it just follows these random characters
1: no well they they follow his family so like there's an episode with his mom that one's probably my favorite and there's uh an episode with his sister that one's also really good it's i'm i like the women episodes more than anything
0: okay but how do you feel about that i mean you're someone who studied women gender sexuality studies how do you feel about like that it's, it's a trope now like it's we've seen it consistently within even like the last four or five years like that's a story that continues to be told yeah. Well, this is just what I'm saying from the first episode. Do you think that they engage with it more or, like, deeper than other shows do? Or, like, are they at, is that at the forefront of when they're making the show? Like, they have that idea in their mind.
1: The thing I like about this show is that usually, like, when we see that, like, uh, the the brown guy-white girl trope, it's usually kind of just like that, whereas in this episode, like, the first episode... He actually went out with a Muslim girl that like called him out like on that shit yeah, where I feel like usually you don't see that like you don't see someone call call them out on that shit.
0: Yeah, well, that's a fair point because I did I did notice that where but I mean I think the big sick had the same thing where it was just like I'm not what you've what box you've put me into kind of thing. This is not to take away from their experience. This is not to be like, hey, like you have to love who you love. But it's one of those things that I get that it's, it could be semi-autobiographical and I'm not trying to take away from their story, but in terms of trends from what we've seen, it's usually centered around then chasing a white woman. Yeah. So sure, it could have happened to him and like that's how it's, his experience went, but it's still feeding into that. Do you feel like they engage with it more as as the season progresses? Like they they kind of have more to say about it? just that?
1: Well, I think as the season progresses, it doesn't really turn into Rami chasing white women in a sense. It's more like him chasing the wrong women.
2: Mm. Okay.
1: Like, that's kind of like the theme I get yeah. from the whole series. But again,
0: even this, like, the thing I said is kind of like the, the base level, like, I mean, not the base level, but it's kind of like, that's what we think about as someone who cares about, like, representation. But mm-hmm. just, like, the base level version like the base level understanding of the show is that it's a comedian looking for love which again we've seen it so many times where yeah, it's just like the same thing which just like oh like i'm fucked up and like i have my own issues but like i'm all, i'm also trying to get love yeah so i think again this kind of feeds into that and i don't know if it's doing anything that the other shows aren't doing in terms of like showing a, like a relationship develop what I, I think the advantage that they have is that they're centering race around it and how that plays into the relationship. So that was great.
1: Well, I think it's more religion than race.
0: Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, the fact that he's so religious in the way like that plays into his relationships. That was great to see. Yeah. But I feel like as like a love story, it, it doesn't really. It's not really that captivating. Like it's just as a love story, it's just fine. Okay. It's more engage. It's more engaging with like how does this factor into the way i maneuvered through the dating scene yeah in some ways it felt kind of informational yeah. or like kind of expositional instead of like this feels natural
1: this felt kind of like a i guess in- intro into dating a muslim man or like yeah something like that, that it
0: kind of did have that those elements and i think maybe it could have been by his performance it could have been like it just felt like there was a lot of beats in between, like, the character's understanding that this is a situation that they have to think about because of their rate. It felt too like, let me take a second and explain to you why this is an issue for us. Um, you know what I mean? It felt like, I you, I you. you know, like, it, it didn't feel like it flowed naturally. Yeah. And, maybe, I mean, again, this is... I know this argument, and Galindo hates this argument, that it, like, <laughs> takes you out of it. Oh. It's not that it took me out of it, but I just... It, it felt too segmented of, like, years. this is the time where we're going to speak about how this is a cultural issue. I get that. Instead get of that. how that flows into the story.
1: I feel like the reason they have to do that is because, like, I feel like they're trying to appeal to a wider audience.
0: In some ways, that it does that does need to happen. In the same way that, like, Master of None had a lot of exposition for kind of, like, white audiences... And it is true, like, this is new ground. Like, this hasn't really been explored in that way. So yeah. in those ways, of course, that's, like, the beauty of the show, that it, it's it's engaging with those questions that haven't really been portrayed like this. And that, w- that was definitely one of the, the, the highlights of the show, because it shows, like, a new aspect instead yeah. of just focusing on, like,
1: love or whatever. It, I think it, that's kind of, like, the importance of the show is, like, it's kind of, introduction I guess in a way to like um to Muslim culture hmm. I feel like that's not really something that you really see like on mainstream t v or anything like that you know what I mean no like, not like
0: this and, and and I like that it's centered around someone who in some ways it feels like home but he feels kind of like not completely comfortable yeah or he feels like the odd one out because yeah. he has his ideas of like you know like i i love my religion and I, i'm devoted to it but like i am more concerned with like going on with my day and getting it over with yeah. like the scene where he had to wash his feet or like cleanse before he, he before he was going to pray and he kind of goes downstairs and just like washes the top of his socks which i believe is a practice when like you don't have that much time you kind of just wash parts of your sock yeah, so then this guy kind of catches him and he's just like, "Why are you kind of you're cheating? Like you're yeah. not committing to your religion and I think he's supposed to present or represent the being a devout Muslim." Yeah. Versus like him as we see, he's not he's he's devout in that he's he consistently believes, but he's also not like full in like I have to commit cuz he's still kind of young and he has those leanings of like Yeah. I still want to do my own shit. And, I mean, we see that also because he has sex with, like, white women. But the awkward situation comes when, like, he's going to have sex with another Muslim woman.
2: Yeah.
0: Which, that is probably one of the best scenes because it tells you about, like, even him, because he's so used to dating outside of his race, has no idea how to maneuver.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. How did you feel about her performance?
1: That one was also, she was also okay. I thought she was pretty
0: good. I feel like she carried that scene a little bit.
1: I felt like when they were like first in the date, like it just kind of seemed off. But then again, it was supposed to be awkward, so I guess yeah. it kind of worked. But yeah, her performance, like when they were in the van—sorry, mm-hmm. not the van—in the well, they car. Were in her car. They're gonna hook up in her car. Yeah, like I think she carried that really well.
0: Yeah, like the emotions of the scene. She, she did. I feel like she was doing the heavy lifting for like the emotions of those scene of that scene. What did you think about the uh, the two like wise cracking friends?
1: I mean, there's just like the comedic effect in like any of these shows. It's yeah, always, right? like, like there's always like that friend that everyone's just like, "Oh my god, I love that guy. He's so funny."
0: Yeah, he's so They're he just, says like yeah. crazy shit. Yeah, that felt kind of tropey, and it felt too like here is the moment where we're gonna interact with our quirky friends, kind of thing. I think that the show, and the reason why I keep bringing up other other things that kind of seem adjacent to it. Is that? I didn't necessarily feel like this is completely new because if I had elements of what had already come before it, yeah, the new elements, of course, is what we talked about already. But there's a lot of things that felt like almost shorthand for, "Hey, what you're about to watch is a you know depiction of like a brown man, kind of maneuvering through through life. Like it felt like these are the touchstone." These are like the checklist of things that we usually have in these kinds of shows.
1: But I mean, I don't think it was trying to be like groundbreaking and like its storytelling. It was just kind of like this is my story like yeah, it's kind of like a regular like tropey story, but like that's just kind of how they work out.
0: Yeah, that's true. No, and, and I mean, I really I i I feel like I'm I'm talking too much shit about the show, but I actually really did enjoy it. I felt like it it felt a lot more raw in that I, I described it as, like, I feel like it's, it's kind of an indie version of Master of None. And the benefit of that is that he it feels a lot more raw. It felt like a more kind of, like, less produced version of what's going on. It felt kind of, like, to the to the point. Like, even though he can't act, I felt like that adds to the character. I feel like that adds to the scene. Yeah. And that was great. And, I, I mean, more than anything, it got me interested to continue watching the show. Because I think it has enough awareness of what's going on culturally and is just kind of situated in real situations that happen to people who are like young muslim men or you know even young muslim women like they get to they represent themselves through the show or they get to see themselves represented to the show
1: um i think the thing Uh, i also like about the show is i feel like they didn't really go into it as much like in the first episode but like it's family dynamics and like the way that like they portray it and like you see kind of acts like aspects of like your own family in it yeah so like uh there was like the scene where he was telling his parents that like he wants to get married Mm -hmm. they were talking about his friend's um fiance and the mom said something about her having a big nose and she was just like may god bless their children i don't know it just reminded me of like situations at home where like
0: there was a lot of shade being thrown, very like, yeah. casually.
1: Yeah, it was, like, ca- casual shade. It was just funny.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel, again, like, I feel, I feel like I keep bringing it up. And this isn't, because I don't think that this show is, like, it's bad for being, like, another show in that category. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of what I've been sounding like, but it's not to say that, but I feel like shows that touch on these issues of, like, race and things like that, like, those kinds of shows that are have been designated or kind of like work themselves to be that representation or that portrayal of whatever. Mm. So like Master of None did the same thing like it showed the family dynamic. It showed how you know that that kind of shakes out. I feel like most of the shows about how like race and engage with it that way have to kind of build out the family dynamic because it's so central to immigrants or like people who come from like different backgrounds because yeah, it's so central. And I think that is part of the way you come to understand the culture. Yeah. So let's just get into the ratings. I, I want to ask what you thought about it. What would you rate this Michelle?
1: Was it like a four?
0: Okay.
1: Or maybe like a 3.8. eight.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like it wasn't amazing, but I feel like for a pilot, like, it kind of hit everything it had to like you know what the show is going to be about like you already know of like, relationships with like the people mm-hmm. and i like that it's i mean i know you're saying that like it's tropey and stuff and it is but it's also a new story in a way because like i've never really seen like a muslim-centered story yeah i think that's all I have to
0: say about it. Yeah. And one of the things I didn't mention is, like, it is a show about comedian, but it's not super funny. Like, it was... I mean, maybe it's just the first episode. It wasn't, like, hilarious. It's not,
1: like, hilarious. Like, there's, like, like funny elements.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's kind of... It yeah, like it has... Funny. But I think one of the things I didn't mention is, like, Gerard Carmichael produces this, and he's a comedian, too, and he makes, like, great shit. He's one of my favorite comedians. But it did feel like this was an exercise of, like, racial... Like, explaining cultural or ethnic or racial issues to, like, a broader audience. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was acting on that level. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I really liked it, though. I felt like it did it well. And I felt like it was doing, it was adding to kind of, like, that, that group of shows. Like, it, it's just another one that explores new issues that people of color have that Usually don't get portrayed, and I think that the show engaged with religion the way it, it manifests through social situations, dating situations, and that was a lot of fun. And it was just kind of funny to see how he is both like super interested in religion, but it's kind of over it. Yeah, so I'd, I'd give it a four. I'd four, like, I think you're right, 3.8 around there. Like, it wasn't the best, the pilot wasn't the best, I'm sure the show gets better as it like finds out what it's trying to do Yeah. but i like that they kind of stuck to like one little vignette about his life like it felt like just like a quick little like a quick a day in the life Yeah. and i like that so yeah i'd say 3.8 we don't have to do the predictions because we you know got second season when are you been watching
1: been i finished grad school
0: why the fuck are you watching in grad school
1: why not? That's
0: the Hello Kitty shit, right?
1: Yeah. Is it good? It looks like it's gonna be like super fucking corny and shit, sure. but it kind of just like it talks a lot about like adult elements in a way, like growing up.
0: Hmm. So it's good.
1: Yeah, it's good. I like it.
0: Wow. I watched Toy Story today. I really liked it, and like I have This is raw, so I haven't really talked about it yet. But I felt like it. It kind of worked like you gotta with let it marinate? No, like it worked with new elements. Like it kind of does something necessary? else. I think so, and I feel like eh, this is this is this should be the final chapter. Like this should be the end. Because you get to understand life beyond <clears throat> your kid. So, it engages with those questions. Like it really is like an existential crisis going on for like Woody and toys in oh, general it's really good though it's kind of it's really creepy though that
1: but sounds creepy i
0: it was a lot of fun i really liked it i i had a lot of fun watching it it was it was hilarious keegan michael key and jordan peele are great in it i can't oh, recommend it I enough
1: stranger things mm, season i do. Three. i really liked it i know you don't really care for stranger things this
0: was definitely the best season
1: yeah, like it was. straight up. Yeah, like
0: definitely. we can talk about it. So, the spoilers for Stranger Things if you haven't seen it. So, I, I like that they did the Cronenberg thing, uh-huh. which is like the body horror, yeah. kind of like crazy alien shit. Yeah, I like that. But one of the things I felt like they didn't go far enough. It How wasn't did they until not like the end, enough? it wasn't until like the end where, like, have you not seen like a Cronenberg movie like, he fucking kills so many people? I've never like, seen it's so movie. gruesome. I know it's like a family show, or whatever, but. They didn't really do, like, the kind of horrific gore stuff until, like, the final, like, the last episode. It
1: was still fucking disgusting. What are you talking <sighs> about? Like, that? those fucking rats are exploding everywhere? That shit was disgusting. They were
0: not exploding. They just kind of dissolved.
1: They exploded But, everywhere.
0: yes, that's the body horror element. But besides that, he's also just shows, like, a lot of gore. Okay. So I feel like they didn't commit to that aspect of it. Like okay. they were disgusting-looking things, but and it also felt kind of it was a little jarring seeing the rap... like the complete difference between these like monsters and like the demogorgons, right? Because the demogorgons were kind of slick and like you know like skinny-looking, sleek or whatever, and these they look like flowers, yeah, and like these were just like horrific, like glistening, gross. They they, uh, they always kind of like wet and dude. shit. Yeah, they're fucking gross. Yeah but yeah i mean i have
1: a prediction for the end th- wait the next season's last i don't know i don't know if this was the end of it because like at the end like y- well you saw the end with the demogorgon whatever the fuck but like they said like not the american so i'm like is what's his face alive? yeah
0: for sure yeah that's what it seems like that's
1: i mean that's, that's like, what it's implying but the- i mean
0: you already know that they don't hold like again spoilers you know that they don't hold that sacred like will dies and he comes back L died and she came back and now Hopper died and of course he's gonna come back.
1: That shit was so sad though. Like why are you gonna bring him back? Yeah, that would kind of like if they bring him
0: back, it's gonna yeah, it's gonna like take away all the punch from that.
1: How the fuck are the kids gonna get to Russia?
0: Yeah, that
1: is my question. Yeah, exactly. I don't
0: know. I mean, maybe that's how he becomes Hellboy. I mean, honestly, like no bullshit, (laughs) because Hellboy is related to like Russians in some way. I mean, it's a prequel for Hellboy. It could, I mean, yeah, but uh, too bad it's like. That's all I have. We can sign out. Peace out, y'all. All right, y'all. Peace.